Episode, what episode is this? 198, sneaking up on 200. Jesus, episode 198, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we, we back in the fucking building after a long hiatus. How you been, Josh? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like, yeah, we actually like passed our like five-year date and all yeah. that. I figured we'd do like, on 200, we'll do like a big like kind of, you know, celebration. There's no point in doing a... You know, a five hundred, a five year joint, and then doing a two hundred joint, we just mash it all together. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like when your birthday <clears throat> falls near Christmas. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And you just get one, you know, uh, one full thing of of gifts. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, my birthday falls in February, and my mom legit would. My, ver- my birthday is the first week of February, so like my mom legit would be like, "Well, your birthday is like really close to Christmas." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Six weeks after, yeah, but like that's that's, that's you when you're know. poor. It's very close to Christmas. Yeah, it's it's funny because um, my birthday since since we've been on uh, hiatus, I've I've had a birthday. Yes, uh, and it sometimes falls on Thanksgiving, sometimes yeah. doesn't. So it was weird when I was like a kid and like you know I would have a, a birthday on the same day as a holiday. It was just like yep. a strange feeling, you know. Then you like I mean? go in the family house, some fam- other family, you know, like people, other people in your family's house, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not really even having a birthday right now. We're kind of just like right. celebrating Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just hanging out as a family. It's not even my specific day, you yeah. know. But whatever, you know, I I, I made it. I, su- <laughs> I survived <laughs> through that childhood trauma of having a birthday in November. So it's all good. Yeah. No, yeah, man. You know. Things are going, um, you know, obviously, you know, if you if you listen beforehand, it, there's always new listeners and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I had to have um, back surgery uh, just a couple, like almost two months ago, yeah. uh, like a month and a half ago now. And, um, you know, still recovering from that. That's like a shitty recovery and long recovery process. I had yeah. like deep, like they like very invasive major surgery. Like they, I have like a six to eight inch scar on my back right now mm, um yeah. that's still actually pretty swollen that they when i went to the doctor they're like oh it's just spinal fluid like it'll mix back into your body i'm like really like i don't oh, like, shit. it doesn't what? sound good yeah <clears throat> like oh but, don't um, worry about it it'll you'll you'll reabsorb walk it. that off yeah <laughs> exactly so like, you'll just reabsorb it and i'm just like <laughs> i don't know that doesn't sound right but you're the doctor so yeah, yeah. i mean he was the doctor from the simpsons so right. i mean maybe there's <laughs> dr nick yeah, or what's his name? What was the doctor from uh from Thirty, from 30 Rock? Rock Doctor yeah. Spaceman, yeah, Doctor Space, yeah, Doctor Spaceman. Um, nah, it, you know, hopefully everything went well. You know, slowly getting better. It's a it's a long recovery process. Yeah, you know all about long recovery processes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, it, it, it's a struggle and it's not easy, but you know. I'm glad. Hopefully, it 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 does what I needed to do and take care of like the pain and all that kind of shit. And you know, we can move forward with it because it's not it's not the it's not the it's not the best. I had like a a big setback in the first week and, mm. and you know ended up back in the hospital and shit like that. So it wasn't the most fun thing in the world. But 
you know, it's definitely been, uh, you know, eye opening and, and learning to like, excuse me, and learning to like rest and like, you know, yeah, really take care of yourself, which not something like, you know, I'm used to a dude that's out here. I'm used to a guy normally who's out been hustling and uh-huh. trying to get things taken care of. And, you know, back surgery is one of those things where it's like, no, you need to lay your ass down It'll and let yourself you down, yeah. 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 I think so. that, um, yeah, that's uh, part of the struggle with uh, being sick or not getting well uh, or not being well uh, for a lot of people. It's kind of like that psychological struggle of like, yo, you know, I want to be up doing things. I have to be up, you know, with like the pressures of, you know, making money and, and making rent and all this other shit. Like, you know, telling yourself like, OK, my body needs to heal. Yes. So I need yeah. to chill out. But your brain is still going. Oh, no. Nah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to get up. You need to be hustling. You yeah, need to be hustle. Stuff. I need to be productive. All of that shit. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting humbling experience not that i went through the same thing that you went through it was different but yeah it's, it's a humbling experience to be like yo i'm just gonna have to rest and and wait this out you know what i mean our culture doesn't really uh doesn't really uh teach us how to do that you know just chill without any expectation of productivity or you know making money or work or or anything like that yeah no it's it's something you know we're just we're just taught to be like yo you got to be moving you got to be hustling i was watching something the other day that was just like you know part of the problem with like working these jobs where you just don't make a living from like a, 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 a you know you don't make a living wage it makes you turn all your like hobbies into side hustles like everything mm-hmm. has to be a side hustle because you don't make enough money at your regular job right and so like you never like and then once it becomes a side hustle now it's like more work and then it's not an enjoyment anymore you don't want to get any enjoyment out of it it's not a hobby anymore now yeah. it's like yo i have to fucking make money from this yeah you bring like the money equation and like i like making money you know what i'm saying yeah, but absolutely. like you know you should have as a human you should have pieces of yourself that's not yo i gotta make money mm-hmm. off of this or i gotta do that or it's gotta be productive or anything you know what i mean like you should be able to rest you should be able to play you should be able to you know imagine and it not be you know there not be like a a a profit incentive or like a requirement that Mm -hmm. something you know makes money or whatever and yeah like you said it's like you know it ain't like we get all of the bread that we need from you know working a lot of these jobs that people are working so yeah it, it forces you into this uh constant like survival mode you Mm -hmm. know and then what happens when you know your survival you when you're when rest is required for your survival you know what i'm saying what happens then you like you know it 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 creates kind of like a uh uh a conflict you know what I'm saying? When you're when you're sick or you're you know you need or you just need to chill, 
but you also have this thing dinging in your mind like, oh, I need to be productive. I need to be productive. Yeah, it, it you know, it, it, it's, it's not good, man. It's not good for you, like, just mentally. It's not good for your mental health. And, you know, it's important to take time. If you need time to, like, recover and, and rest, and, you know, even if that's just like, hey, I just worked. Dude, I've, a bunch of people have been posting, like, Amazon shit. Like, they're like, oh, yo, I've been, I worked, you know, 120 hours in a week, and I made, you know, $1,500. And yeah. people were just like, that's not good. Like, you realize that's not good, right? They're getting over on you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you realize it isn't the win you think it is. And it's like, when, like you were home a total of, like, fucking uh, eight hours a day or some shit like that. Oh, like, man. Yeah. And, like, that's not including travel. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, you're not resting properly. Like, all that shit is important, man. And, like, we have a really weird obsession with like hustle culture of like yo while you was sleeping i was doing this 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 and this yeah, and it's I like don't, i don't sleep yeah like ain't good for that. you fam yeah. like <laughs> i enjoy sleep it's like my favorite thing <laughs> i so, you know as a younger person um i struggled with like insomnia and and even like throughout as a kid but also like even throughout my 20s and shit like i couldn't sleep and i don't sleep a lot now mm-hmm. but it ain't because I'm on some like, oh, I gotta get it, I gotta get it. <laughs> nah, like it's just, you know, it that's how it works out. But nah, like I love a nap. You know what I'm saying? I love a chill day. I'm not a lazy person, you know what I mean? I work hard, but you know, I love a day and and I'm trying to figure out how to allow myself more of this space to just like chill the fuck out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not be thinking about deadlines or invoices or all of this other shit just literally just chill out and and enjoy doing nothing yo a nice midday nap where like you your phone you like an alarm ain't set uh-huh none of that shit best fucking sleep you get because it's it's the most relaxed sleep you get. Yeah. Like, dude, I legit have anxiety where I'm like, all right, well, I have my alarm set for nine o'clock. So that means like, all right, it's fucking two now. So I need to get to sleep because if I get to sleep now, it's like seven. In, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like you're not really relaxing. You're just fucking like stressing yourself out, thinking about how you need to get to sleep. And then that alarm goes off and it's loud and jars you out of your sleep, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like that nap and you didn't set your alarm for it and you just like just straight restful. Yeah. You wake up feeling better, all that kind of shit, man. Like, yeah, it's weird. I know Spain just went to like a four day work week. Like, oh, really? The law in the country, four yeah. day work week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know we're going backwards, so it's wild, right? But um, right. Let's get some topics for this week. Um, we obviously had the big Bone Thugs and uh, Three Six Mafia versus. Absolutely. Uh... Blew my mind, which is crazy because I wasn't even gonna watch this shit. Me neither. I ain't gonna hold you. Me neither. I legit thought I was like, I ain't gonna watch this. I'd forgot what day it was, like all that kind of stuff. Man. I just happened to see a little bit of buzz, and so I, I was like, all right, I'll turn it on and like have it in the background while I'm doing something. Yeah, you know, three six, three six was the shit when we were like, you know, in our twenties, and mm-hmm. like they was throwing that shit on in the club. And it had like that rowdy energy and mm-hmm. shit. But like Bone popped off. I won't speak for you. I speak for myself. Bone popped off when we were in high school. And they really wasn't 
my wave you know what i mean nah. there's certain songs that i really fuck with that they did but i wasn't like a crazy like bone fan um or really three six like that um so i was i was cool on this one i was like ah, you know i ain't gonna watch this shit um but listen i were in the crib and we're just watching like whatever and she's like, yo, you want to watch uh, Versus, the uh, Three Six and Bone shit? I was like, all right, you know, we turn it on and watch it. We watching it, and it's cool, you know what I mean? And then these niggas start fighting. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, man, I, I never thought we would get, uh, you know, where it would be. I, I always thought, like, you know, okay, motherfuckers will talk shit, and they have little, yeah. like, competitive tensions or whatever, I don't want to say I'm, I was surprised, but it was like, damn, they really are, you know, trying to like scuffle. Yeah, they out here boxing. Like, <laughs> dog, I, I was, I, I completely, like I said, I completely forgot about it. And then, like, yeah. I had saw like a flyer for it, and it was like DJ battle first, and I'm just like, well, I definitely ain't like, I'm not tuning in for all this shit. <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, you know, if I tuned in, it would be for. The, and then, like, I saw somebody tweet like, man, they must think, uh. They, like they must not realize they fans is in their forties and shit. We got jobs. We can't be staying up till midnight for a, a versus battle. And I'm looking at the time. It's like it's ten thirty already. I was like, this isn't even started yet. Yeah. And yeah. so I like I turned it on, and it was just getting ready to start. And I what I was really surprised about was like I know a lot more three six mafia songs than I knew I did. Yo. I kept saying that same shit. I kept saying the list. I was like, "Damn, these motherfuckers got a lot of songs." Because like <laughs> the memory, the memory yeah. started jogging. You know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. As they playing those shits, yeah, they got a lot of fucking songs. Yeah, and then like, I- I'm like, "Wow!" Like I didn't remember that. And then like, Bone was playing a lot of songs I didn't know. And like, maybe like big Bone fans do know them. I I just didn't know them. Album like I know some shit. I know the Crossroads. I know mm-hmm. First of the Month. And For the I know love of money. For the love of money, and I know uh, the the first record, Thuggish uh, Bone. Bone. Yeah, yeah. That shit I saw, like how I got introduced to him was on the box. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, and they would, yeah, they would play like that song got requested all. I don't know, if Ruthless was like just dumping money into that or yeah. what, but that song got was was on all the time. Thuggish Ruggish Bone dominated the box. Yes, it dominated <laughs> it that did. shit. We, you know, because our 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 uh, junior high wasn't shit. Uh, they used to just let us watch the box <laughs> in school, and like you'd be in the hallway and just say, it's the Douglas Ruggish Bone. Like, yes. <laughs> just walking the hall and shit coming out of somebody's class. So yeah, that shit that shit was everywhere. Yeah, and they brought out the sis uh, Tasha. They brought mm-hmm. her out in the verses, yeah. and she sang the hook. It was yeah, crazy. They brought out Easy E's son. Yeah, yeah, Little Easy. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy is we're old enough now that Little Easy ain't Little Easy. Like he's a grown, full grown, grown ass, ass man. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know they brought uh, three six brought out fucking Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Project John came Pat. out. Project Little Pat. John came at like yeah. It, I mean, it really turned out to be like a really good versus for something I didn't expect to be that good. Like I like yeah. I said like you, we said both said the same thing. It's just like neither one of us were big fans of either group. Like you yeah. know what I mean, but. Um, I was really surprised how much I knew from Three Six Mafia, and what what like I will say this: Bone Thugs still sound really good together. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, but you can tell Three Six Mafia. Well, you can tell like Bone and them perform more together. 
Mm-hmm. Like they do shows more together. I know there's like tensions between like the people in Three Six Mafia and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, but like they were a little less like organized for their performances, where Bone was like way more hard. But like just because of like how Bone's music is, it requires more harmonization and shit like that. So they gotta be in sync a little more. Yeah, so they need to be in sync a little more. Um, but like I think the biggest difference for me was. Bone songs don't get that same feeling that Three Six Mafia does, and for that setting, Three Six Mafia uh-huh. destroyed because that just fit more for their thing. Yeah, the the energy and like that rowdiness of that Three Six shit, a lot of it feels contemporary because mm-hmm. so much contemporary music pulls from Three Six Mafia. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, Bone. Bone probably influenced some folks, you know what I mean? But some musicians and some artists, I feel like, uh, are like an aesthetic dead end, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like they come out, their shit is unique. And, and folks could argue, you know, I know L.A. cats are like, yo, fuck Bone. They took XYZ style from Freestyle Fellowship. Besides that point, Bone did what they did and... There's not too many people who took a Bones sound and, yeah. you know, elaborated on it or whatever. Um, 3-6, because even when you talk about, a lot of people would talk about, like, the triplet flow and, like, the double time flows and shit. A lot of people take that from Memphis. You could argue who did it first. You know what yeah. I mean? But a lot of people took that from Memphis and from the South specifically. So that energy that uh, 3-6 had in a lot of those records translated well hearing them you know today in 2021 because a lot of music pulls from that same you know reservoir of of energy so a lot of that shit they was like running through those records and i was like man they got a lot of fucking uh dope records that hit hard and that shit still holds up in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways bone shit less so to me yeah yeah, I, I think you're like that's a hundred percent correct for me because like I just think, like you said, there's so much of like how relevant um, three six sound is in contemporary music makes their shit not sound as old. You yeah, know what don't I mean? sound dated. Yeah, and like sipping on some scissor, everybody's still talking <laughs> about shit like that, and they were like, like, listen, I know like people going down like J Street to grab. Sarah way back in the day here in Philly. You right, know right, what right. I mean? Um so like Sarah wasn't like a necessarily a new idea, but like people talking about it on a record type shit was mm-hmm. newer back then. Um and you know, there's a lot of like there's just, just a lot of dope shit on that like they're hitting that like it I just think like they had a different vibe to them. And I don't think the matchup was exactly even in the sense of like the sound of the music. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I will say it this. would have made sense when they announced it. But yeah, absolutely. Hearing it, I was like, oh, I don't know if this was, was a good matchup. Yeah. And I will say this. There's I, I do love that, like, you know, Memphis and Ohio are getting like some love and it's not just like oh it's people from the west coast or it's people from atlanta or it's people from new york like you know you're getting much more spread out as far as like artists from different places which is nice because you don't like you know 
we don't need just like oh it's just these heavy areas you yeah. know to big markets yeah 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 it's important to have different stuff you know what i mean to have artists from all over the place you know we got a little bit of that with the nelly thing you know what i mean when nelly was uh battling ludicrous so like mm-hmm. uh it's also crazy to see where the verses is now compared to like when the dudes was just like <laughs> sitting in each other sitting in each studio playing <laughs> a fucking started. song <laughs> yo remember remember rizza premiere <laughs> yes and rizza's just like in his man cave like playing fucking records off his phone or whatever it was yeah it's it's a whole production but we you know we saw this shit we saw it was it was going there and it what i appreciated about this um yeah you know uh they had their little like moment where they was like mixing it up and shit and trying to fight but i don't know if it was for you know for the love or if it was you know that bread it was like yo we not trying to fuck up a check they smoothed that shit over and the rest of the night was beautiful yes yeah you know what i mean like they they move past that shit a lot of motherfuckers you know if they feel slighted just on a human level a lot of motherfuckers feel slighted for any way and they can't Mm -hmm. move past that shit they did it immediately i don't know if it was bread or just because they you know people were like yo we're gonna be you know the bigger person here but you know they they smoothed that shit right out yeah it's and what's crazy is i'm so glad they did just in a sense of like we got such a great show after that you know what i mean if we would have lost that then it would have been like yo this was the worst versus like this is worse than the first uh teddy riley and uh babyface john like (laughs) when they didn't have sound like this this is worse because like we just like got 10 minutes of a show and that was it you know what i mean yeah um so yeah i mean like i'm looking forward to it there's rumors of like a foxy brown little kim one that that's been percolating for a while so Mm -hmm. like i'm hoping that is i I didn't see anything that said that was official yet so like you know i'm interested to see what comes next though like you know i've enjoyed versus i definitely have yeah i would love to see uh a kim and foxy yeah i think it would be great i think it would be great um so uh, I wanted to bring this up uh, before we get into new music. This is going to be like a shorter episode, but I, I wanted to bring this up before we got into music because he had such an impact on music. Is is it Virgil Ablo? Ablo. Yeah, Virgil Ablo. I've only read it. I've never heard it pronounced, and I was just like, I don't want to mispronounce this dude's name. Um, yeah, so um, unfortunately, last week, uh, there was the passing of Virgil Ablo, um, you know, huge 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 name in in fashion but like specifically even in like hip-hop um you know fucking every every artist is mentioned in his name in 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 like oh you know he hooked me up with this or you know virgil did this um he he designed i think like close to like 20 different album covers or something like that yeah 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 um designer yeah no, I was gonna say several for Kanye. Um, he did the Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did he do uh, West Side Gun, uh, Pray for Paris? Yes, joint. he did Pray for Paris. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did a couple for Big Sean. Um, yeah, he he did so much, man. And uh, you know, uh, it was a, a similar situation to Chadwick, where he was you know battling cancer, not in public light. Like I, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, like oh he he was doing it in silence because like I'm sure people around him knew. Like you yeah, know what I mean, yeah, his, his his people with him, yeah, absolutely. yeah. So I'm sure like the people around him who loved you know who were personal to him all knew about it, but um, you know in public in the public eye, um, it wasn't 
public knowledge and um he was battling cancer for a while um and unfortunately he passed last week and it, you know it's a huge loss just in uh in hip hop in the simple fact of like you know he was a, a big factor and, and in the end you know he was the first black designer that had like a partnership with Louis Vuitton he was first mm-hmm. like the first head of design uh for uh, for uh, an African American for um at Louis Vuitton so you know talk about a huge 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 impactful person um uh in fashion and culture and everything and you know unfortunately gone way 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 too soon yeah dude um was brilliant you know what i'm saying like one of the uh fond like early covid memories if you can have if mm-hmm. if it, that's not a complete oxymoron but um when the lockdowns first started happening here in the US um and people were just live streaming everybody was like DJing you know DJs was pulling out their records and just you know what I mean everybody was like live streaming bands were playing music on live stream everybody you know was doing this Virgil would do uh DJ sets mm-hmm. on Instagram and I would sit and watch them joints like on a Sunday morning and he would just be like playing jazz. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or he would play like some hip hop shit mixed it. He you you could really tell that he was ahead and he was that mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, was passionate about this shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he's a product of the culture. He wasn't somebody who was just like trying to leech off the culture or anything like that. Is yeah. he was part of the culture, man, and, and made a, such a huge impact. Like yeah. you could you could really tell, you know, he wasn't a dude that like, I don't know, like went to school for this shit, went to, you know, studied hip hop one oh one or whatever in school yeah. and like decided uh that he wanted to like get in the mix. Like you could tell that, you know, this was something that was like close to his own heart, his own mm-hmm. creativity. And yeah, it was it was ill because I you know, I knew I knew he DJ'd but I mainly knew him through, like most people, the fashion shit. But mm-hmm. watching those sets in quarantine let me into, uh, let me get a look into like his creative mind and like his influences and shit. You know what I mean? Because he's just playing all of these records and blending them together in, in weird and creative ways, and it, it it gave me more of an appreciation for him just seeing that shit and listening to the music that he was, you know, that he was presenting in that way. Yeah. um, I I was was reading something. I can't remember where it was from, but it was like DJs talking about him where he'd be like, yo, he would put on a show and he would just like, let us rock. Yeah. Like he wouldn't give like instructions to be like doing this. He was, he, he respected the culture. And so like, he was like, yo, like I want you to do your thing. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, it's a huge loss, man, and, and you know, all over in, in the culture. Period. Um, yeah. You know, from fashion to hip hop to art, like he he's he was a huge influence on a lot of people. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of people who like he influenced coming up, and like, you know, it, it, it's a shame. But you know, send love. You know, first obviously send love to you know him, and you know, hopefully the creator accepts his soul and, and gives him comfort and peace, and also gives comfort and peace to his family and loved mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, rest in peace, Virgil. You know, much love to his family, mm-hmm. all of that shit. Absolutely. Um, I guess we can get into uh, what we're listening to this week. Um, did you listen to anything new? 
I absolutely did. Um, I've been rocking with this record. The cat is named uh, Verb Tech. Mm-hmm. And he did a record with the producer Vanderslice. They're both, you know, Philly cats. And the album is called No Struggle, No Progress. And it's a fucking banger, yo. Like, you know, I love sample-based hip-hop. I mm-hmm. love when a producer can, like, flip the samples, make some shit that's got, like, soul and groove to it. And all the beats are hitting crazy. And my man is, like, super nice on the mic, too. You know what I mean? He's, he's talking, like, a lot of shit about, like, his own personal life. And, like, there's uh, the cut Time is of the Essence where he's talking about, like, self-improvement and like you know getting on your shit basically mm-hmm. like yo you know i may have wasted some time in life or i may have uh made some some choices that i necessarily wouldn't make you know with like hindsight and shit but trying to you know live like a new life and, and trying to change things and, and make shit better um the cut open bars is crazy um it's it's just it's a dope record you know what I mean? The opener is ill, repatriation. If you like real fly beats and like an MC who's like really like spitting that shit, mm-hmm. you would like this record. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Um yeah. it's is is real dope, real fucking solid. Bandcamp or on other streaming services? It's it's on uh Verb Tech, his uh bandcamp. His bandcamp. Okay, where I'll check definitely check that out. Yeah. Um I checked out uh Balance Cho. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Mac shit. Mac Hami shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot candles, essentially, I guess is what it translates to. Um, man, really good. Mostly produ- mostly produced by uh, Mac Hami, too. Mm. Um, yeah. I think there's like the con- uh, conductor Williams does the last track, which is ungodly great. The, uh, it's basically self-love. It's self-love. Um, He's ill, too. Conductor Williams. Yes. Yeah. Really dope. Killing producer. it on the beats. Yeah, really dope producer. Um, and uh, I really love, it's essentially the second track because the first one's like a um, skit, but uh, La Blow, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, uh, but really good, man. Like, it, it's a really solid album. Like, I, I'm, <sighs> Mock may be the, the artist of the year after dropping Pray for Haiti and this in the same year, dog. That, this, that, yeah, that Pray for Haiti shit is crazy. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. And like, I need to sit with this one a little more to like really like, you know, decide if this one's maybe even better or whatever. Um, But man, like talk about like dropping two bangers in the same year. That's not easy to do. Um, And shit was unheard of when we were a kid. Oh, yeah. When we was kids, like it was unheard of somebody at MC with like two ill records in a year. Didn't happen. Unheard like of. X did the, those two records in the same year, and that and, then, and it was so crazy and big because like yeah. it never happened. Just you never yeah. did that. No artist did it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely check them both. Check both those records out. Um. Uh. And like I'll make a post for them later this week, and, and we'll post both records so like people can see them. But um. Also, uh, you know, we'll start to wrap up. Uh. We have a Vivo channel where videos go up week, uh, like every five days, basically. Um, mm-hmm. We have a bunch of stuff that went up when we weren't recording. There was stuff going up. So if you haven't seen any of that, go back and check all that stuff out. The link is in our bio and both our social medias. Um, but also, if you just go on YouTube and search Serious Rap Shit Vivo, all one word, it'll pop right up. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of our social medias, we're Serious Rap Shit on both Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh-huh. Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. That's I-N-D-I underscore SRS. Um, uh, we also have the website, uh, SeriousRapShit.com, where we have merchandise. You can check it out there. Uh, also, we have the collaboration with uh, Incense Trap and Yoga for our Abolish Ice hoodies and t-shirts. I'm actually wearing a hoodie right now. Can't really mm-hmm. see it. Um, and if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can't fucking hear it. You can't <laughs> see it at all. Um, but uh, yeah, we have stuff up there. Um, that that is that that collaboration. And um, also you'd be help- supporting, uh, aside from like part of the proceeds going toward helping uh, migrant families with legal aid, you'd also be supporting a business run by a black woman, which is awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, other than that, we'll be back again next week. We're back at it. Let's be prepared. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take this fat shot to you.